just kind of, I'll kind of recap this time. Um, we, um, you guys had decided to take a long rest in the um, room where you ended up uh, in the blue alley. Uh, it was really getting late. You guys were in pretty rough shape and everybody just needed to recoup. Um, the party split the night watch into three uh, watches and uh, first one seemingly went with no hitch. Um, second one <coughs> was going with Margo and Oki and um, third watch woke up uh, around what they assumed was time to switch watches and discovered that uh, two of their beloved friends were missing. And uh, as far as clues were concerned, they were able to deduct that the Boggles had taken their friends. Um, they proceeded to try to check the alley, the rest of the alley to see if they could find them and uh, fought many, many things along the way. Uh, combat was pretty heavy last session. Let's see, we had um, a mimic that was an entire ceiling. There was the encounter with the two, uh, with, with the bull, the, uh, what's it called? Minotaur. Minotaur. Never went back to the Minotaur. Um... There were lots of cryptic messages that you were piecing together. Seemed to be some kind of riddle, maybe. And, um... <laughs> skeletons and bear traps also uh, fought some, some possessed skeletons. And, um... Then there was a room with an altar and uh, some skulls with gemstones that Ellie decided she was willing to... Was it Ellie or Tonk? Nope, it was me. Ellie decided to uh, grab grab for one and discovered that when you pulled out the gem, a shadow creature emerged from the eye socket. And so the party fought off several of those and uh, took a little damage along the way, but came out pretty rich in gems and then uh, found a room with a gate which Tonk said looked familiar as he pulled out uh, the gem that he had bravely or maybe stupidly uh, taken into his possession and uh, tried a few different things he grabbed a hold of those bars and disappeared Illifer being anxious to get over with and find his friends, followed suit and the party did as well and they were thinking maybe it would take them to the next room of Blue Alley but ended up on the floor of the Yawning Portal. They decided to head back home at that point and take a short rest. So, Corvus, Illifer, Tonk, Ellie, and Theron, you guys somewhat defeatedly Headed back to Troll Skull to find a place just in the main tavern area, not wanting to split the group anymore. Uh, find a place to sit, rest your head, heal your wounds, take a short rest, and um, maybe doze off for a short nap. 
you guys begin to wake up. You look around at one another, feeling frustrated, unsure of what to do next. And you look over and you see Margo and Oki sitting at a table near the front door, deep in conversation. Where the heck have y'all been? We look for you. You not in place before. You not in the alley. We came here. Exactly. Exactly. We never left the blue alley, curiously. We enough. woke up. Y'all were gone. Yeah. I had a similar experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh we my get, we get teleported. Uh... <laughs> Talk to Elfman Purple Hat. He wanted my book. Did you give it to him? Yeah. He took it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry you lost your book. And as you guys are discussing the events of the evening, Liff... Uh, has gathered and polished some more tankards. He's bringing each of you a, a tankard of ale. Ellie and Oki, you look into your tankards and find he's brought you each a non-alcoholic cider instead of ale. Seems he's trying to pick up on preferences and be accommodating to his new friends. I love him. <laughs> this is y'all. Uh, I think I would... Since Oki appears to be struggling to share the details, just motion to Margo and just be like, you what happened? You tell what happened. Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> still um, kind of processing that myself, Oki and friends. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, we were kidnapped by those boggles. And then... These, like, sun elf dudes showed up. Someone was chasing Oki. Um, uh, and then we ended up in the Yawning Portal. And, you know, I'm, like I said, this is still a process. And uh, I have a few questions for Oki myself. So, um, what the hell is in that book, man? <laughs> Oki has book. Book given to Oki from Sylvan's. Oki in Waterdeep to discover if book have power. Sylvans? I suppose it did have power if somebody wanted it. I would say so. Well, they think it does. Or you really you were really deceptive, and I congratulate you if that's the case. <laughs> Wizard man. Wizard bad want book. All right. Okay. You remember Wizard Man? <laughs> <laughs> bad <laughs> Wizard Man. <laughs> oh, bad Wizard Man. Oh, bad so Wizard Man? Should we get your book back? No, I have book. I take it out and slam it on the table. <laughs> no, I have book. <laughs> okay. Do you, know how to, yeah, do you know how to use it? No. Oh. That's why I hear. 
That's why Oki came to Waterdeep. Oh. Because of Sylvan. Nice. I know nothing of Book. I know how to read and talk to Sylvan. Nothing. That helps. Me too. It's not Sylvan. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Oki. Oki, Oki raised by Sylvans. Oki know many things. Oki not know words. <laughs> Oki, I, I must say, you must have had a quite of an experience. You were quite the uh, chatterbox this evening. He said more words tonight than he's had all the whole adventure. He's going to be embarrassed. Yeah, after that, it'll kind of show up a little bit. <laughs> Soiled it. Soiled it. Well, I guess now that we're all here, uh, we should, uh, what time is it? So at this point, it's about noon. Well, we you guys came water. in, you guys came in mid-morning-ish, took a short rest. <laughs> all right. I think we should think about our other quest lines that we're supposed to be on. Well, I know Margo and I need to go take care of a scarecrow. There is we the matter of the unicorn. Yes, oh, we yeah. have the unicorn, so we can go turn about that, that little thing in. What do you mean? I've been what? hearing voices from said unicorn, which is nothing normal. I mean, <laughs> abnormal. Coming Are they rainbow? <laughs> I have a lot of voices in my head as, as of late. But, uh, uh she, uh, what did she, the I, I emphasize she. Uh, she is a uh, an actual unicorn, a real one. No, that shot. was that was captured and trapped by don't oh somebody somebody once told me she was part of Mert's collection. Uh, her name is Tamara. Tamara, that's cute. Tamara, may not be saying that correctly. She would like us know. to find a way to free her, in return for whatever favor. Uh, so I'll just throw this out here. Sometimes, when things are trapped, you can throw it on the ground and break it, and their spirit is free. But I don't think that would work this time. You want to throw it on the ground? I don't. Yeah, throw it on the ground. Sorry. <laughs> so, but it's a it's a back a, it's like a it's like a plan Z. Plan Z. Okay. Well, plan A B. Let's just put that one on the back burner. If I recall what? correctly, uh, Mert was Mert, I believe, uh, was offering some monetary reward in exchange for the unicorn. Um, but what if he had something to do with it? Right. Like I. Well, if he had something like, to do with it, how surely did, he how could did access it. she become in his possession to begin with? Was she in Mert's possession? Yeah, she said she was. Somebody stole her. That's very sad. I would like to help this unicorn. So she doesn't want to return to Mert's possession? She did not say. She just wants to be free. Hmm. And I feel like returning her to that may not necessarily make her free because she would still be said statue. 
And I cast identify on this to like verify that. So once again, Theron is like, "Hey, I can identify this." And this time, because like last time, Theron was like, "I'm gonna, I can identify all your things," and Corvus was like, "I'm going to bed." <laughs> like just kind of took the unicorn <laughs> with him. This is mine. <laughs> I mean, not that I don't trust you, but just but just, this guy just, here's there might be some. Time. He's crazy. There, yeah, there might be some caveats to this thing that we don't know about. I don't know. So when you if it's so everyone knows when you cast the identify spell, it tells you if the object is under a spell and what the properties of that spell are. Yes. That's all I'm seeing. I will, uh, if, if maybe I will there's place some... the unicorn statue on the table in front of everybody. Cool. And tell them to listen. Listen. Do you not hear her? I'll listen. Corvus's arm starts to hiss. <laughs> <laughs> He's stressed. Super stressed. So you guys sit awkwardly for a while. Theron is uh, concentrating and, and uh, I don't know. I feel like you may be making some marks on the table or whatever you do yeah. to cast your little spell. It takes a while. Poking it with a lockpick. I don't know what I'm doing. Your little <laughs> spell. So it takes, you know, it takes ten minutes for the for him to cast the spell. So you guys are like, what is happening? Um, what you find out from the identify spell I'm gonna send it to you. Send it to me. Okay, that means I gotta change screens. Do, do. Then you can decide what to information. Interesting. Do, 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 do. So, um, while he's doing that, um, Oki, you receive a message in your ear. You are also hearing the voices. Uh, it's not a unicorn voice, not a female voice, but it's a familiar voice from recent encounters. It says, I am working to arrange a meeting with Zord, but he has left the coast on business. I will contact you when he returns within the ten day. It. So, Go ahead. While Theron is identifying... Oki will say, Oki has to ask! And, uh, about the book that we'll need to take it to Zord. Dark Elf! Purple Hat! Corvus! Remember Dark Elf Purple Hat? <laughs> we chase. <laughs> He's like, oh. The slip since then. We chased a dark elf and a purple at it. At a, at a, at the. Do you remember the two dark elves yes. at the opera that winked at you guys? Yes. And I we do. hunted them down. Because they had guns on them and I won them. And then they were following <laughs> you at the circus. <laughs> they followed us and we followed them and one of them hopped on a boat and sailed away. That's or we think that, 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 that we think that they hopped on a boat and sailed away. 
anyway, this is that dark elf. Um, that's not Zord, but yeah. No, but that uh, that's the one that just talked to me. So Oki says, Zord knows of book. We meet Zord. Okay, let's go. So I need to add that to the list. Um, Zord on vacation. <laughs> Zord's on vacation. <laughs> oh, this is the best day ever. I love it. I'm so happy. <laughs> we meet Zord later. Zord, important. Marco's right, just cool. like, um, like. I don't know. He's just draining her drink. It's been a night. <laughs> Am I reading this right? I don't know. That, so, I'm just going to tell y'all what I got. The unicorn is affected by a spell. It's enchanted to send... Oh, oh come back here. To send the message spell... To the message spell to the person holding it, and I'm not sensing any sort of transmutation spells. Which, honestly, so the statue isn't the unicorn. This the unicorn is quote yeah, unquote unicorn is speaking through the statue trapped somewhere else. Possibly, yeah, or somebody's trying to trick us. So. It's possible, it's possible that Mert has the unicorn or that again we're getting tricked. I don't know. What if the blue the alley unicorn statue is not the unicorn? What if the blue alley was just a test? What if we try and talk to the unicorn statue and ask where they are? Somebody else pick it up and see if it talks to them, too. I will pick it up. You pick it up. Hello? I hold, you hold it. Do you not hear anything? Well. Hello? After a minute, you hear, Please help me. Please, I'm a unicorn. My name is Primera. I was transformed by an evil enchanter into this form. I was part of Mert's collection, but someone stole me. Please free me. I'll help you. I'll do anything I can in return. Where are you? Please help me. My name is Primera. I'm a real unicorn. Hmm. An automated voice message. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so, uh... Well, it seems I hear the the primera lady, um, but she anytime you talk to the statue, it repeats the same thing over and over. See if it tells the same thing to somebody else. Yeah, that's pretty uh, sus. <laughs> hand it to Margo. Oh God. <laughs> Margo shuts it down. <laughs> <laughs> you just push it away. <laughs> I've done enough. I've picked up enough things and touched things. I just need a minute. 
Yeah, we gotta I mean, she's very convincing. Too. Like, it's not like, I mean, you do get the sense that, like, okay, she's telling me the same thing. She won't give me any additional information. But it's still very convincing. I mean, it's, she does seem to be in distress, and... Yeah, is there any, like, insight I can do on it? I mean, this isn't, this is an object, so I don't really think you could... Okay. What if we just See, give we the statue to Mert... <laughs> And call it a day. I mean, that's 800 gold at stake. You know, we could get this place open. Yeah, instantly. You know. But we'd just right, be equivalent to, like, slave traders, so it's up to you guys. Corvus? Corvus, you seem to have an attachment to Primera. I'll leave this to... I mean, she's saying the same thing to me that she was saying to y'all. And I'm just glad I don't sound as crazy as I thought I was. Sorry, you're not special. Like, is there a way to track? <laughs> Wait till you hear from the other two. What? Or like, is there a way to like track this thing? Or if it's only saying the same message over and over again, how do we find it? I mean, we just have to. I guess we go. It. We go talk to Mert without telling him we have it. Uh, like, try to get more, more, more information from him. That's a good call. Because he's the only other tie to the statue. Yeah, he's he's the only other tie to the statue that we know. I mean, yeah, I guess we could always take the statue and like, you know, Corvus can just have it, have it hidden on him. And so we can turn it in if we feel like, you know, let's go for the gold. And then if not, you know, we can just play it in our favor. I feel like Feel, feel the ground. Yeah. With the magic man. So that's so definitely on the agenda. going to talk to Mert. There's a knock at the door. It's Mert. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. how convenient. We're not home. <laughs> I will. I will quickly push the statue at Corvus. I'm just telling you what my notes say. Mert finds the adventure soon after they escape Blue Alley. So just, just so you know, that's written there. There and throw it in your bag. Throw it right. in your bag. Go. All right, I'll go answer the door. Hello, we're live. Thank you. For oh, asking. you survived! I'm so happy to see you. How's it going? <laughs> Well, I received word that uh, you were spotted on the streets, so I needed to come and see for myself. You made it out alive. Is everybody in tow? We have all our toes. <laughs> <laughs> we killed a mimic. It was fun. Ah, yes. Mimics. <laughs> killed many in my day, and... He pulls out a flask from his pocket and he takes takes a drink back in. Ah, oh, yes, those days of adventuring are long gone for old Bert, but I'd love to hear more about your adventure. I uh, do think we have some business to attend to, though. Yes, Mert, come on in and sit down. Liff, get this man a drink. You guys just hear, like, clattering behind the bar and... You see a tankard come up, and it's just floating through the air. He sets it down in front of Mert. 
Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, quite peculiar, but uh, old Mart won't ever turn down a good drink. This place is gonna have quite the flair when it's all finished up. I promise you. Well, uh, you oh, certainly do have your work cut out yeah. for you. That's our ghost friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Ah. <laughs> Experimenting I mean, with drugs, are we? I've been there too. No, it's been a long, long day. I do have some greenery growing upstairs if you'd like to try some later. <laughs> like to try some. He kind of like coughs and <coughs> spits on his drink a little bit. <laughs> yeah, quite, quite. Oh, that's funny. Anyways. gonna scarily look make eye contact with anybody that would make eye contact with me to get them to start talking because <laughs> I don't know what I don't know who he originally gave this to I feel like Tonk is playing with his arm like trying to like figure out if he can put like a string on it to make it <laughs> move <laughs> just like ball in a cup extend a slap <laughs> Oki's looking at his book What's this, well, Morgan? Wasn't he... Was, for your grandpa? Did you have more questions? Oh. Um, Jake said he's having a problem with his computer. Sorry, that's a side note. Oh, you're fine. Pooter. Um, Jake. Yeah, so uh, we, we went to this uh, Blue Alley place, uh, Mert. Um... Yeah, you could have given us a, a better warning, I think, maybe, going into that, don't you think? Oh, well, you know, I've, I did tell you many have gone and tried, and not any have been successful on my mission. So, like, about this unicorn, though. Oh, um, yes. Did you find it? Well, I mean, maybe. We've, we, we may have found something similar like to that. Um... <laughs> And so she'll, Margo will also <laughs> make eye contact with others in the same helpless way as Ellie. Uh, make make a um. There, there was there was there was no unicorn. <laughs> there was no... Corvus, make a deception check. Got to pull my dice out, sorry. With disadvantage because of Margo's <laughs> poor poor convincing oh, no. skills. Segway oh, no. was not there. Twenty and seventeen. There was seventeen. Twenty and a seventeen. Don't yeah. want so many death sticks. I see. Uh, well, you know, I would sure hate to find out this party was lying at, after I entrusted you with such an important mission, but. He, he makes eye contact with Corvus and Illifer and then looks over at Theron and I'm a fairly good judgment of character and I expect if you're withholding the truth that you may have good reason. I would just like to state that Ellie is crumbling right now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what can you tell us about this thing? Like 
She's literally about ready to burst. <laughs> she cannot just, handle scolding. I, just, I, I toss Ellie a, a drink and just, you know, tell her to, to drink. drink She'll just lean over it and, like, hold it. So are you saying there is a this thing, Mr. Cannon? Uh, no, you're telling us there's a thing. I'm asking you to tell us about it if we're trying to find it. Well, I, I described it to you the best that I could. It's a crystal statue. It's a very important part of my collection. I am a, quite a collector of uh, important and rare artifacts, and it was quite... I was quite fond of it myself. Uh, particularly, it was a favorite of my wife's before she died. Rest her soul. And I would like to get it what back. What was your wife's name? The DM has to look that up. Hang on. What plot twist? Just wondering if it was Primera. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a big Murda? ouch. Murda, Mert, and Murda. Oh nope. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Mert. Murda the was merciful. a fat wheezing old rogue, a retired adventurer. Oh no, it's a rogue. Relationships. Mert was a harper. Uh, Asper was my wife's name. That's a nice name. So how did you, just out of curiosity, how, how did you come to lose this uh, possession? Well, unfortunately, I was going through a bit of a uh, rough time after my wife's death, and I wasn't home as often as, well, just trying to sort of avoid the place, and my home was broken into, and several of our things were stolen, but this is the one I have not been able to find that has uh, special significance to me. So is it sentimental, or is it more than that? It's very sentimental. It's Like I said, it was my wife's favorite art article in our collection, and it reminds me of her. Is he telling the truth? Uh, make an insight check. Gonna be honest, my character's got really low charisma and is bad at these things and really wants to ask if it talks. Eleven? Um, from what you can tell, he seems to be telling the truth. Well, Mert, I'll be the first to say that I'm very sorry about your late wife, and uh, I can understand the sentimental aspect of having a favorite possession of, of hers in your household, and I'm very sorry that it was taken from you, because I'm sure it's very important to you. And um, just so you know, we, in the Blue Alley, we did in fact get separated and lost and teleported and it was it was very very confusing to get around with all the different creatures and challenges that we faced in there so uh we we have not yet um located it but when we do we will let you know because we're going to make another attempt uh at it i see i see uh make a deception check deliver I just look over at Theron, like, eyeballing him. 
23. Mert oh. says, Please. Well, I believe in this group. I believe that you are quite skilled. Uh, maybe not quite as skilled as I had originally thought, but That's good luck, nice. and maybe I will be able to find work uh, for people of your ability, and uh, we will cross paths again on Harper business, I'm sure. Mert looks crushed. Uh, tips his head and takes a swig out of his flask and says, if you're sure that's all, then I will be on my way. If you like ghosts, be sure to come back. And he hesitatingly leaves Troll Skull. I got my ass kicked by Boggles for that guy. <laughs> I would just like you to know that I'm very skilled in lying, if you would like no. me to. So. <laughs> very impressive. Oh. Thank you for your services. So that's awesome that he doesn't like us anymore. Well, hopefully he still sells us the gold if we um, decide to get rid of this thing. Yeah, we gotta figure out who we even talk to about that. If only you knew a very powerful wizard. <laughs> Who's on vacation? Guy? No, he's not a wizard. He's a... Oh. Sea captain. Bolo Thakidai. Where was the wizard? But Tonk and Oki do work for the Blackstaff. Oh, yeah, that's an even more powerful uh -huh. wizard. Just not as famous, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Sometimes you don't need to be high up on the the famous charts. Yeah. For good reasons. Tom Cruise is famous, and he's I an mean, idiot. The Black Staff is like, it's like head of the Mages Guild, like that kind yeah. of thing. Like. What I'm are we doing? Juna well, how is everybody doing on health and spells? Spells not so great. Ready to roll. I'm feeling great. I feel like the uh, farmer dude did stress that the scarecrow was of high importance. And I would like to check that off of our to-do list before or after we go talk to the wizard in the tower. I need to at some point talk to what's-his-face about the payment plan for getting this place fixed up. Avi. Mm. Avi, that's it. It's in my notes. Give me my excuse for the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Scarecrow, Unicorn, uh, Purple Book, Elf, Sylvan Thingy, 
When do you have to, okay, when do you have to go meet your wizard? When are you back vacation? When, how, how, how many, how many vacation is he on? Any vacation. Uh, I don't know. I get message from... Dark Elf. <laughs> Did it say any days, hours? No. Oh. No. Okay, well, I feel like that's on the back burner for now. So while it's still daylight outside, we could go talk to the farmers. I mean, that's definitely the oldest thing on our list of things we have to do. Yeah. Because we were in Bellevue. Yeah. Blue Alley. For a few days. Can I, um... I need to make a formal list of our, like, quest log here. <laughs> Please make a quest log. Things you still have left to do? Yeah. Okay, so I have a list that I made for this session of things that you guys still needed to deal with. I have dealing with the unicorn. Settling plans with Avi. Uh, the Emerald Enclave mission. Possibly investigating Davil Starsong. Uh... Meeting with Zord and Oki getting a tattoo. <laughs> Please no, that. let that be number one. <laughs> oh, and oh, and uh, talking to Fruit. I'm way too broke for a tattoo, though. That's that's my list of things that you guys have, things you guys have talked about wanting to do. I need to go talk to that person eventually too. Oh, this... the person that knew my name. At Bruins Brews. Bruins Brews, yeah, that was really bugging me. It was awkward. Awkward. Which is why I've put it off, but. The new list. Okay. Um. Definitely saying the unicorn needs to get done. I think what was the Emerald Enclave one? Scarecrow. That's the Scarecrow. Scarecrow. <laughs> you and Margot accepted the mission and joined the Emerald Enclave. Right. right, right. Is Davis Star Song? Is that the Sun Elf guy? The Sun Elf from... with that you guys think uh, he he and uh, bodyguard. Yagra. There was kind of some back and forth about whether you guys wanted to confront him or not, but I just added it in case that came back up. Scarecrow, <sighs> Blackstaff, one of those. Man, those both are feel important. We could split up. Splitting up sucks. Yeah. I feel like we that might be the best. We could take the ones who have like the least amount of abilities right now. Go talk to the unicorn dudes. Wait, no, that would have to be Tonk and Oki, right? Come with the the Force Gray. The black enclave. The black staff the mages. Yeah, the the black. force gray. Yeah, force gray. I mean, like. I mean, you guys are dealing with that for personal reasons. This yeah. is just to me, me, meta gaming here. But I, you know, with Margo and Ellie accepted a position in a faction, and they were basically told they needed to do it quickly. 
that's that's, that's going to affect why... their standing in the city and your standing when your bar opens. So. Yeah, that's how I want to I mean, go ahead just, and do that. Do we call in a yeah. favor from the Force Gray, I'm guessing? Or would that be, yeah. like, unprofessional? No, absolutely. I mean, you. Okay. part of being a part of those organizations is using the connections you have. Okay, so, like, I guess Tonk is going to be like, Tonk will help. Orc will follow. I'm just gonna like flash my badge everywhere and try and get in. Where are you trying to go to the Blackstaff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I try and get in, I'm like waving it in people's face and stuff. We can work on the house tomorrow anyway. Let's just go to do the. I think I'd be okay with splitting up too, and I would uh. Whatever. I'd yeah, go with whenever, just us If y'all have to drop the unicorn off, then y'all can meet us at the farmlands. Okay, so meet at farmlands. Yeah, so we could go talk to the Force Gray. It, we're asking for a powerful. I'm a little behind. Uh, Corvus. We got a. We got a unicorn. The unicorn is magical, and we're taking it to them for them to check it out. Oh, so we're just dragging a unicorn with us through the middle of the street. No, it is it's just a statue. Smaller. It's like you yeah, can hold stout it. Stout fellow farms is where we need to. It's currently oh, okay. in my bag. I mean. Like okay, so we can just put it in like a Walmart bag and just walk around with it. <laughs> it's in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like Corvus needs to go with y'all for this one. We'll poke an like, air hole in it. He's like the, the keeper almost. At this that point. would probably be a good idea. Yeah. We'll just like, we drop it. Boop, hand that to him because we have... Tank is not responsible enough for that. And I have blood decks. <laughs> is it in the yeah. bag of holding? <laughs> Dang blood it. Yeah. I'll drop it. Yeah. Currently in the bag of holding, but... I assume Theron's taking it out. It. The whole bag. Handing it to Corvus. Yeah. And we just walk around like men in black. Um, and then when we get to the front gate, we'd be like, he's with us. Like. So after a near-death and terrifying experience of splitting the party, you split the party. Corvus, Tonk, and Oki head to the Blackstaff. Illifer, Ellie, Margo, and Theron, you guys are heading out of town to the farms. I like yeah. splitting the party. So, oh, no. Well, I feel like this... Okay. Y'all yeah, probably will just maybe. be like a quick Should drop be. off and if then... It's anything, like, if it's not quick, then we'll still get there. Like we'll a, go like we can. Elder demon at the farm. I have farm. confidence that we will meet up at the time <laughs> that we fight the scarecrow. Yeah, I mean, you Whether guys that... wouldn't have any trouble getting in because you have your badges now. You can just pretty much walk in, mm -hmm. um, show the guy at the front desk. Hop He's like, people. oh yeah, good to see you. Um... And uh, you, she may or may not be there, but you can basically leave it and leave a message if you want to. If Corvus is comfortable leaving it there is the question. I mean... Not really. That's fair. It's not Petco. You can't just drop it off. I mean, it's not an... It's not... It's a statue, Jake. Or tank. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I missed last session. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. You no, just, you're fine. Saying it, can't do anything on, it can't do anything on its own, and it yeah. only talks to people who touch it, and it repeats the same thing. So. Yeah. If well, it's, Mart it's, offered, if it's um, Mart, Mart had offered you guys money to bring this unicorn back to him. You just told him you didn't have it. You're pretty sure he didn't believe you, and but maybe he did because Illifer lied pretty well. So you're not sure. But you're trying to figure out if this is 
legit something you need to be morally worried about or if you can just right. sell it. Bike it on the concrete? I'd rather, I'd rather look into why, you know, the history of it, I guess. You know, is it really something that can be freed? It's a freaking unicorn, Is man. it the last unicorn? Wizard people can tell you. Yeah. Very well could be the last one. So I guess we're going to, like, call on our favors and try and get, like, some high-level wizard or sorcerer to check this shit out. Yeah, so you'd easily okay. be able to find somebody who could sit down with you, take a look at it, um, and try to figure out what's going on with this thing. So I'm going to leave you guys there for a bit while they're examining. And the rest of you, uh, the mission... Just to recap, uh, the mission was there's a scarecrow brought to life terrorizing the farms. It's been killing livestock and scaring farmers, but no person has died yet, so the city guard doesn't think it's a priority. The last report came from the stout fellow farm. I'll trust you to handle it. So, uh, you guys take the uh, east road out of town and uh, the east gate. <clears throat> Go talk to a couple of little children. And um, there's, it's a rolling grassland area. There's some scattered forested areas. Um, and, you know, you there's little farms here and there um, as you follow the road. Um, Melanor kind of told you just to, to stay on that east road and that it would take you straight there. Is that what you guys are going to do? Yeah. Um, for uh, stout fellow, fellow guys. Yeah. The road takes you straight to the stout fellow farm. And... Once you do... Um... There's a, a little sign that's that's been put up, painted, Stout Fellow Farm, and the border back to Waterdeep is less than an hour behind you. Um, looking around, there's just, like, fields that are turning gold from the, the season change, being autumn now. And uh, there's a crossroads with the sign, points uh, Stout Fellow Farm. Oh, to the left, and then a path to the right that says Snow Beetle Orchard and Meadery. And then in the distance behind that sign, a little further down in front of you, you can see another farm that's being worked on with thick stone walls surrounding it. So where to? To the left, to the left. Yeah, to the farm. The, yeah. Follow the sign to the stout one. So, um, what time of day is this? This is mid-afternoon. Um, the farm's pretty busy. Uh, it's harvesting time. Um, there's orchards of grapes that have, you know, kind of already been harvested and picked over. And, and there's some halflings stomping some wine. And uh, you can stop and ask one of them, you know, who do you need to talk to? And they'll point you to uh, one of their bosses. Yeah. 
and it will, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll point you straight over to Mr. and Mrs. Stoutfellow. Mary Stoutfellow is the, the wife's name. She is excited to see you. Oh, thank goodness you have come to save us from the terrifying scarecrows. Oh. I found the perfect blend to make wine, and I'm overseeing the stomping of it right now. Oh. She's a heavy-set halfling woman with a, just a conniving grin. She's proud of the work she's done, but her husband saw him on the map. And then uh, there's her husband nearby, Jack Stoutfellow. He's a constantly tired man, always wearing a grin, thin and hardworking. He's just amazed his farm is doing so well and wishes he could keep enough people on staff for him to get a full night's sleep again. Um, they're just overseeing the uh, the um, happenings. And they say, um, well, we could really use your help with the scarecrow. It's It doesn't seem to be one of our scarecrows. It's we guess it's maybe coming from the hills, running in, destroying vines, smashing grapes in its horrible fake mouth. If you can dispatch of it, we'll gladly offer up at least one barrel of Stoutfellow Reserve, our finest wine. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, we would love to help you guys. That's what we have been sent here for. If you could just point us... In the direction of the hills, give us any more information about this little dude, and a we sample will. Sample of the wine, maybe, just to see what it's what it's like. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Most of these issues are happening after nightfall, so it may be difficult to find anything now. Um, but we can do a. You're out. welcome to to look around. Our home is your home, um, and she has already like a little tray with like charcuterie board and like wine and everything poured and she's like please help yourself and and please just take care of that god awful creature that's destroying my beautiful farm you got it and I we do, might man. even we're we're working on opening a tavern so we might choose your farm to do some 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 trading with for our uh, wine and stuff we do have a fine wine, and we are very proud of it. Well, I, your right, energy so tells me you are, so yes. <laughs> you guys can sit and uh, kind of discuss a plan for maybe staking out or what you want to do. Um, yeah, uh, I'd probably investigate first and then plan a stake out. Sounds good. So, um... Yeah, so they've got, um, I don't have a map of their farm, which would be helpful, but I couldn't find one. Um, they've got a big orchard area, which is where you guys are at. The farm is there, uh, just, or the, the house is there just off of that. And then, um, a little further to the east, the way you came from, is where their livestock is, and several of their own scarecrows are within the orchard and out, um, in the livestock area um you can see them standing guard from the crows 
and um, at this point in the day, there doesn't seem to be anything out of the ordinary. Dang it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to let you guys sit there, and I'm going to go back to everybody else. Um, so you guys are, are chatting with this wizard, and basically what he's able to tell you is... Um, the unicorn itself is a beautifully created statue, uh, handcrafted from actual crystal, uh, worth probably a good amount of money. Um, and it's old, very old. He's not sure of the origins of it, but it dates back, uh, looks to be elven and He's very impressed with the craftsmanship. Um, it's enchanted. And he can tell you that the enchantment on it seems to be uh, designed to make the statue seem sentient. But from the time he's able to spin with it, it seems to be a facade. Um, that it's designed to appear sentient. But from what he can tell... He doesn't have any reason to believe there is an actual creature that's endangered or trapped uh, that's connected with this statue in any way. Dang. That that's tra that transmutation magic exists, but he's not finding that on this particular statue. Okay, so our moral compass would be good. We should send it. <laughs> Sorry, Corvus. You don't get a unicorn. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Unicorns are for elves. <clears throat> I'm an elf. Do, do, do you trust this enchanter guy? Does he even know what he's talking about? I should threaten him if you lied. I mean, no, that's okay. I don't want to die. Well, Corvus, make an insight check to see if, if you can get any kind of read on him. And talk. go ahead and make an intimidation check when you say that. Just, he overhears it. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Jake. <laughs> I love scaring people. You just Four. threatened your boss. He's not my boss. He's a coworker. He seems very trustworthy, Corvus. <laughs> I'm not insightful whatsoever. Uh, twelve. <laughs> twelve. Okay, so I mean, you say that, and he's like, uh, uh, he kind of like skips a beat, and he's like, now, <laughs> I'm. He's like, I'm telling you everything I can tell you about this, and. I mean, unless I were just able to spend some more time, he said, but I just don't think there's anything else to find here. I think that this is, for some reason, someone designed it maybe to prevent it from being stolen or uh, some way to, I don't know why someone would enchant it with this, but it doesn't seem to be an actual sentient uniform. If you would like, I can I can dispel its magic and and we can see I what smell happens. fear. I do believe him. <laughs> smell fear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I'll go with the group. I don't really know what else to do. Damn it. None of us know know anything about the magic. I guess magic we just leave the creepy lady, holds. creepy talking uh, unicorn lady to. Marnie. I don't know what his name is. Mert? Mert. Could try to but you're also not there. 
Yes. We lo does it lose value if we dispel it? I mean, that's how most magical items work. Well, it's a. He it's didn't just say a rock. anything about the magic. I'm saying, like, it, I think I mean, the, what he said the magic made it seem know. sentient, and if we take the magic away, it's weird. That it's somebody just a, stole it and then hit it. A, like, of course, it was probably still in my boggles. Anyway, sorry, I'm not here. It's, if it was, <laughs> you said it was Elvin, Kristen? He's really invested in this. Yeah, he said I'm it like was. Chilling it's on the farm. Guys, guys, it's a Tickle Me Elmo, but ancient. That's all it is. <laughs> Think about it. Man, I have one of the first Tickle Me Elmos, actually. It's, it's a child's <laughs> toy, an ancient child's toy that Boggles had. Think it I'm not there, I'm but honestly... I say leave the magic and go sell it tomorrow after we're finished with Scarecrow. I agree. I'm greedier than I am smart. What if somebody else will sell it for a higher price? Well, we <laughs> would probably be better off having the trust of Mert than the distrust yeah. of Mert. He gave if he found out that we sold it to somebody else, he seems like a very powerful person. I Do scared. we need Mert? Possibly. Don't I not need <laughs> Yep. A lie? <laughs> Jake, his name is Mert the Merciless. So, no. Also, he is the Harper contact point, so it's going to be uh, hard to uh, avoid him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and three of your party members are part of his yeah. okay. faction. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's like... I need to get back in. <laughs> after, after deceiving, potentially. Mm -hmm. <sighs> we went and found uh, this for you. Well, good thing we'll be dealing with a scarecrow, so tomorrow we can be like, hey, look, we found it. Second time's a charm. Yeah. When we give it to him, <laughs> can we ask him why it's talking to us, please? Tickle yes. me Elmo, dude. Sorry. I'm like... We go now. <laughs> no, really. So you guys are discussing this on, on the road out to meet your friends, hoping that they have not died by the hand of a scarecrow. Ah. He's straw. Corvus part. is kind of holding his unicorn statue, pondering this as as you walk. Uh, it's I a classic. Like there's a connection that I cannot shake. There's a more classic moral quandary for a warlock here. He's he's really struggling with. Maybe he's just a brownie. Yeah. He called me nasty, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> after about an hour and a half walking, you find your way to a crossroads. Same crossroads your friends saw earlier. And if you follow the signs towards Stoutfellow Farm, you will find a very uh, joyous Margot uh, sitting, uh, enjoying her. I don't know, six glass of this amazing wine, and <laughs> Theron, Ellie, uh, Illifer are all sitting around just kind of waiting for nightfall. Um, hopefully they have planned out a stakeout to try and counting all my bear traps. Find an I'm evil scare. I'm excited scarecrow. to use my new spells. Or spell. So, where do these things usually show up? I want to use some bear traps on them. They had said that uh, the main targets have been the livestock, but they've also been oh, destroying their vineyard. 
We came from the hills, so I feel like we should stake out facing the hills. Wait, there's well, scarecrows in the hills? I'm absolutely the no hills use have at eyes. night, by the I was about to say, some hills have eyes. I'm a human. A human. So. Oh, that's okay. I have eyes. I. The, we're just on the way back there, right? Uh, you guys have made it. You make it there. Oh, okay. Right. And it's uh, it's just before dusk, so. What do you guys want to do? I guess. Wait for, for Are we in a scarecrow building? You're outside in the vineyard. There's a, like a little table, chairs, little area set up. Okay. I guess set up camp, and there are creepy scarecrows. So Tong's gonna want listen. some kind of defense system in place. Do we have bells? Where Darren comes. We've already met back up with him. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking yeah, at these memes. Oh, you guys are there. It's about nightfall. I'm just going to go uh, sit and wait and play play a few songs on my lute to pass the time until something happens. To your witch. Yeah, I'd like to be close to the uh, the animal pen since that seems to be their their target. Okay. Okay. So you guys like all kind of in one place? Sure. Yeah, let's stick together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so no more disappearing. Is there anybody in particular who's kind of looking out? I, uh, I will be. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably take guard, guard too. All right, have, so Tonk and Ellie make a perception check. Okay. It's dark outside, right? My perception. It's dark outside. It is the night. Okay, I can't see in the dark, 13. so I'm gonna have to do like a torch. I, have, I also have dark vision, light. but I think it's only 60 feet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Where on the map 20 are we? Plus five. Oh, y'all are out here in the east part of town. I don't uh, have a map uh, of the farm. Oh, okay. We're just out Which here to the east. Helpful. Okay. Oh, sick. Oh. Okay. We just. Ah, oh, random we'll card. this if we need it. It's three of them. Oh, did you mean type that number? Or did you see me tell you? Oh, you can tell me. It's fine. Oh, it's, it's 13 on perception. Uh, natural 20 plus 5, so 25. I don't have a modifier. Good God. Okay, so you guys are kind of watching uh, Tonks looking out towards the vineyard. Ellie's watching uh, around the livestock. You guys are just kind of. Looking different directions, seeing if you can keep an eye. And uh, sure enough, Ellie spots something uh, moving among the livestock. Uh, the movements are not like a cow, they're more disjointed. Um, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I just pulled up the chat and saw these gifts. <laughs> um, Alright, Steven. She sees... <laughs> a 
scarecrow. It is quite large. It is moving among the cattle. And she sees it claw at one of the cows. My what do you do? May I throw a dagger at it? Uh, this guy is gonna be about 60 feet away. Well, my range is 20 to 60 feet. So I can... So you can absolutely try if that's try what you it. <laughs> I don't want to hit one of the cows. Don't miss. So, uh, like that cow. What if I just use press the digitation to make like a, a a loud banging noise to get his attention? Or scare okay. the cows away. Or scare the cows away. I mean, I, the both work. Hopefully, it what kind of sound do you make? Uh, like a. Like crash cymbals. Sounds like a horse. I don't know. So like Ellie, a, like a, like a thunderous cat. boom. Yeah. Ellie uh, projects yeah, this, this kind of like clanking, clashing sound, pretty loud, uh, to behind the the scarecrow. And as she does, all the cows fall over. <laughs> the cow tipping. Yes. And the scarecrow is standing, looking quite shocked at you, and begins to make his way toward. Yes, the originator of the sound roll for initiative. Yes, I would like to kill you, please. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yep. What if that's my my plus three? So this fourteen. One. Oh. Huzzah. Seventeen. I mean, I put it in for you. Do you see 14? Okay. Oh no, it's still sitting there like I'm testing. Okay, now. Alright, Ellie. You get the first turn. What would you like to do? Um, is he that far away from us? Yep. Okay. So that's a 1, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Well, I will use my movement speed to get as close, as far as, how many is my speed? 30? Mm-hmm. So I'll go, I don't know, 30 feet. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, that could work. So that's 25, and then that's 20, 30. And yep. 5, 10, 15, 20. So he's 20 feet now. Mm-hmm. And I will, uh... Uh, cast Thorn Whip, um, with, uh, da -da. Can you do the arrow thing again? It'll be 18 plus 5 to hit. Okay. And then, 
five points of damage. I'm just gonna be like, stop attacking these cows, you mongrel. Did you say five points of damage? Yes. How do you do the arrow thingy again, Nick? The it's that little the little ruler thing underneath the search, underneath the little uh, uh, the zoom in tool on the top left. Oh, like okay. yeah, you got it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm right here. It's pretty, bitch. Alright. Tonk. Okay, so I got 35% or 35 movement. Bah. Yep, you can get right up to him. Yep. Okay. Um. I'll, uh, uh, do my bonus action for, no wait, nothing yet. Uh, hold on, let me look at something real quick. <clears throat> okay. I will, um, Swing on this boy. Alrighty. A longsword. Okay, 17 plus 5 is. 23, 22. Yep, little hit. Um, and then I will expend a spell slot as my bonus action and add Divine Smite, so an extra D8. Onto my sword. One D, so be two D eight. Three and six plus three, so twelve. All right. Uh, yeet smash him for twelve. Awesome. So. Tonk comes up and and swings his longsword and just like you see like straw fluffs of straw just like flying out as he does and the scarecrow's just looking at you with like these red glowing eyes and fake mouth and he's just like gross yeah you don't have to see it Margo um so I'm going to move 30 feet closer. Thanks, um, Joey. I'm not sure if it's exactly 30. That seems pretty close. Yeah, that's good. One yep. of those two. Okay. That's good. And then um, I'll use one of my spell slots, first level spells, to do um, mage armor. Mm -hmm. Boop. Boop. And so I'll just grab my own arms. Um, and there's like this little glowing shield that kind of comes up. Yeah, good job. Love it. Like, just like, okay. Uh, no, sorry, I was laughing at uh, Tonk. He was moving arrows. All right. <laughs> Y'all see that? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the uh, scarecrow uh, takes. 
uh, his eyes begin to glow, and he looks at Tonk and uh, just focuses in as he's looking. Tonk, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Is it 10? You feel yourself... You're, like, fearless. You're the reckless, fearless one, but something in his eyes reminds you of some thing or someone from your past. And Mm -hmm. for a second, you just freeze. And a little PP moment, huh? And small PP energy, just... Mm-hmm. Small PP moment. <laughs> you are magically frightened until the oh, end of the Scarecrow's <laughs> next turn, and you are paralyzed. Oh. Very small PP energy. So, a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of its fears is within line of sight. You can't willingly move closer, which you're already right on him. Uh, You are incapacitated, can't move or speak, and you automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Um, Any attack rolls, like if you, you can't move, but if you were to use a spell attack, um, no, any attack rolls against you have advantage. And any attack that hits you is a critical hit. If you're within That's five feet. Fun. Oh, I'm dead. Uh, so, y'all. There's that. Fucking mark this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, terrifying glare. This is action. Bless you. Thank you. And Shut up, Nick. I don't think he's going to. He might move. No, he's not going to move this turn. So, Theron. Called, can I cast magic weapon on my lightning launcher? It gives you a I'm so torn on this. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, cool. torn. So, I will. Since I am within the allotted 90 feet of range of my, my launcher. Eight. Mm-hmm, that hits. And two D six. Sixteen damage. Okay. And that was with your lightning. Lightning. Launcher. Launcher. What kind of damage does that do? Lightning. Oh, yeah. Kristen, I messed up. What? Uh, on Divine Smite, it's 2d8 um, and then extra radiant damage for each spell slot higher than the first. So I, I messed up, but it's okay. What What level did you cast it at? Uh, I think I can only do... Um, let me click it. Oh, what's an action? Let's look. Uh, let's see what happens when I click it. Oh, <clears throat> I guess I still did, did you it, cast first it at level. first level. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, just make sure you didn't mark off a second level slot. Mm-hmm. 
No, I think I only have the first level. Yeah, I just skipped that on 1d8, but it's no big. Okay, I can't. Uh-oh. Hello? What happened? I cannot hear anybody. Okay. Yeah. Okay, there you are. Okay, yeah. Okay. It was my headset, of course. Uh, yeah, just that's fine. All right, Illifer casts Bane. Your choice. Make a charisma. Victoria hmm. feels Do you have the software for that headset, Kristen, installed? Um, I don't think so, but I'm using it on my phone currently. The, the save DC on that spell is 14. Uh, charisma okay. saving throw. Slot higher. Okay, he has a 14. I think I just have spell slots. I don't even think I have leveled. I think I just have three spell slots. Hmm. Uh, what was the spell save, Illifer? 14. Charisma. Okay, he just saves at a 14. Oh, bastard. Rip. I know. Would you like to do anything else? Damage. Um, I will stay seeing Tonk fall. Uh, I'm assuming he's paralyzed, he falls to the ground, right? Uh, he doesn't fall to the ground, but you just see him like his like he doesn't let like, go of his weapons, but he just like drops everything to his sides and he's just standing there like frozen. Gotcha. Well, big dummy. Ilfer observes that and realizes that probably needs to keep his distance. <laughs> so I'm just gonna yeah, kind of you stay. also see. Kitty tail that was like, you know, erect and like ready to go because you know how cats are when they're like fighting, and then he's just like floppy, just like sad, scared kitty. <laughs> oh, I, I do want to, um, nope, 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 provide uh, my bardic inspiration to Ellie, and we'll play a little, a little, a little tune with my loot and inspire her and give her a 1d6 to any ability saving throw or uh, attack roll okay. man I could have used that a minute ago thanks Joey <laughs> wasn't my turn bro <laughs> I just had no idea <clears throat> um bonus inspiration okay bardic inspiration bonus check alright got it and okay um. All right, I'm gonna run up to. Oh, oh, oh that's not to about right here. And uh, spread my arms out wide, clap them together, and cast Witch Bolt, which will shoot out from my hands. Um, and that will be a seven to hit. All right, that just misses. So as you come out and you slap your hands together, you notice Tonk, your compatriot, standing there frightened. And it just kind of like takes you off guard for a second. <laughs> and you refocus, but just as your your lightning streak just manages to streak past the, the scarecrow. Uh, so question. So when a spell misses, is that still uses the spell slot? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a bummer. Do you right? have any bonus actions that you would like to use? 
I don't know. So no. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Listen, I don't. I genuinely don't really know what a bonus action is. So on so your on your um, character sheet, uh, if you're looking at your actions, there are some little sub tabs above it uh, that says all attack action bonus action reaction. Do you see that? Yeah, I I don't have anything. So okay. I guess I so you, yeah, you can click bonus action okay. and see if you you do if you have anything you can do. Which yeah, it doesn't look okay, like you have cool. any yet. You do have All second right. win, so keep that in mind if you ever right uh want to use that on us on a short rest. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm done. Alrighty, Corvus. Thank you. Muted. Steven, you're Corvus, muted. you're muted. I'm going to move far away from everybody. Figure out how far I need to go. I can find the ruler. There we go. And I'm going to cast Hex. Oh no, why did it roll it there? Wait, so it's not supposed to be damage. It's supposed to be a curse. And then it does damage when I attack. Uh, this, this is Hex? Okay. Yeah, there, I put it in there. You place a curse on a creature you can see within range until the spell ends. Deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage whenever you hit it with an attack. So, I think it was just, so it was rolling that d6 so you can yeah. add 3 to any attack that you hit with, or we can so just roll a d6 then. So uh, it's, I'm supposed to roll a d6 in addition to when I'm attacking, I guess, if I hit? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but that's um, a bonus action, so I will go ahead and cast Eldritch, uh, Eldritch Blast also. Would you like, to, uh, you need to pick what ability you want uh, it to have disadvantage on for ability check. The chosen ability. It says um, when you cast this curse, it will have a disadvantage on ability checks of your choosing. Strength checks, I guess. Okay. 18 plus 6. Okay, that hits. Good. Um, and actually, um, I'm sorry, I need to reiterate this because I haven't uh, done a good job of this, but uh, actually you guys, um, you can't cast two spells in one turn, unless it's one as a cantrip. One as a cantrip? Okay, just making sure I yeah. make sure we know that because I don't always keep up with what cantrips you have and what spells you have. Yeah, I'll so just blast the cantrip. You can do a cantrip um on an action, and then the other would be a bonus action. So, just yeah. making sure yeah, we all the okay. a bonus. Perfect. That was more for me than for you, but... Okay, gotcha. 8 plus 4 is 12, plus 3. Oh, 15, should be 15 total. So, 15. Uh, as Corvus casts the spell, the Scarecrow 
is immediately knocked to the ground. Uh, Tonk snaps out of his frightened state and is standing over a seemingly dead scarecrow. Maybe next time, Millie. Mm. I had a really good thing lined up for next for my turn. Mm-hmm. So what do you I'm guys just glad do? It's dead. <laughs> I will go up to the scarecrow and investigate it. Okay. I'm gonna stab it a few times before she gets there. Just make sure it's, mm-hmm. it's good and dead. Yep. <laughs> Tonk's like a nope, nope, nope. And he's just like. Alright, and Ellie comes up and begins to investigate the Scarecrow. Uh, make an investigation check. <clears throat> Hell yeah. 19 plus 1. 20. Okay. Uh, you find a bunch of uh, straw. Uh, the Scarecrow has claws. And um, it has no equipment on it other than clothing. But as you're kind of looking at this um, Corvus, you hear a sound from behind you. And two more scarecrows are nearby. Hell yeah. There's two behind me. They're not that close to you, but that's just where they popped up. Um, I'm gonna... Is it raining? Mm, 40% chance, yeah, maybe. Hey, Kristen, I'm gonna yep. harness divine power okay. and regain a spell slot. Okay. Okay. Anything else you guys need to do before you resume your combat? Nah, There's anything I can do. Is it raining? Yes. It might be. It might be. It's not raining here. Oh, we have some unhappy babe. Okay, sorry, I heard the, uh, it was dripping in the hot water heater tank area. Oh. Mm. But it is raining outside, so that's what it, uh, it was just... It wasn't dripping inside the door, it was on the ceiling or whatever. Alright. Ellie, as you were investigating the skelly over here, you would have been probably like up here with this guy, yeah. Uh, Corvus is like, oh, there's more, and they're right behind me. Slowly back away a little bit. Startled. Mm-hmm. What's she gonna do, Ellie? Okay, 30. So he's 30 feet away from me. I'm sorry, I was not prepared for more of them. Um, I will throw a knife. <laughs> an ice knife at him, so to do that'll be 
15 plus 5, 20 to hit. Is this your magical? Uh, yes, my eyes. Is this your knife. spell or your actual eyes knife spell. that you found? Is this is spell? <laughs> is this spell? Okay. Okay. What'd you say uh, to hit? 20. Yep, that hits. And then the D10. 8 points of damage. And he okay. should. And they need. Um, him and his, if his friend is within five feet of him, they need to make a dexterity saving throw. He is not. He is ten feet away. Okay, well, homie needs to take a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Five. Uh, that fails, I think. So, thirteen is my save DC, so that fails, right? Yeah. So, he's gonna take two D6 of cold damage. Which is four. Okay. And that's 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 that. Alright. You staying yeah, okay, perfect. And Tonk. Hmm. Let's see. Too far. I guess I'll make it to here. Okay. Um, and then I will, um, do Guiding Bolt on this guy up here. Alright. Mm -hmm. I rolled a hit. Where's my hit on that? Plus three? Uh, 15? Mm-hmm. Hits. Is that a hit? Oh, okay. Four D6. Check that. I think that's right. Yeah. Nine. Alrighty. That was this top one? Uh, yeah. Or the bottom one? Uh, top one. Alright. Yeah, that one. Tablet died. Alright. Margo. Okay. There's two more scarecrows. I'm gonna run over. That's even under 30 feet. I don't have to get all up on that. Oh, yeah. You're fine. Um, I'm just gonna cast Firebolt. Um, I need a D10. And so that's a 12. And if it hits, it does 7. It does hit. They have a really low AC. They're made of straw. Ah. Makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys are just like, okay. And so you've got ice and fire and other things just like with these things and you just see tufts of these straw just <laughs> these scarecrows are just like steadily making their way towards you guys can we tell what's uh, controlling me um from looking at them i mean you can definitely tell they're being controlled by something um but they just look to be like evil they're similar to those uh skeletons that you guys saw Except these are not undead, but you know. Alright, Theron, 
uh, Corvus just discovered there were two more scarecrows behind him. Snap. And it is your turn. What would you like to do? All right. Um, let's see here. Cool. I can do that. I guess I will just uh, shoot my lightning launcher at that closest one. Lightning launcher? Yeah, that's He's the like gun. He's like Iron Man. He has that's a That's the gun in my arm. That's epic. Yeah. Let's see. What is it? It's action. Come on. I get plus seven, plus eight. So. 22. Go ahead. And. 12 plus. 19 damage. Freaking ridiculous. But I'll take it. 19. Okay. Anything else? Mm. Uh, I guess I can command my little dragon to attack now that I haven't used the bonus action on this turn. Okay. He does. He rolled a nat one. Theron's little mechanical dragon. It's like the size of a chicken, you know? He's, it just, yeah. like, rolls up beside him. He just, like, Doo! can fly. Off left wing. Okay, um, the scarecrow. Um, coming toward... I'm gonna roll. Let's see, Corvus and Margo are closest. So I need a. Uh, hey, baby, you got a D2 over there? I do. This With the nice. coin. Corvus. You are how far from him? Alright, so he's gonna make his way over to you. Just seeing you back away. And he is going to take two claw attacks. Uh, that is a nat 1 and a nat 20. I, I did my math wrong. It was 17 damage. What did you tell me? 19. He needs two more health than I. Okay. I accidentally added my to hit to my damage. Uh, claw attack. Plus three to hit. Dumb reach five feet. Dumb, dumb. 2d4. Did it wrong that time. Plus. You take six points of uh, slashing damage, and you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. All right, that saves. Oh, and I didn't double that. That should have been uh, 11 points of slashing damage. That's his turn, Illifer. I would like to move up to. I have 35 feet of move, and that'll get me there. Um, to the side is. Um, 
Is he considered flanked? Yes, you can take advantage. Okay. Then I'm going to do that and attack him with my rapier. Um, that's not what I want to throw in there. That's not what I, okay. That's fine. Uh, so fourteen. That'll hit. Sweet. And then I'm gonna also expend a, a use of my bardic inspiration in the middle of that fiasco to do two d six psychic damage with my psychic blades. Uh, on that. So. Oh, that didn't roll damage on that. I just realized. Uh, so there's the damage for the rapier. And then 2d6. Total of 9 plus uh, 9. So 20. 20 total. So the 11 and then not the 9. Okay. Yeah. 11 piercing and 9. Sorry, I have to think about uh, immunities. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. All right, cool. And, um... As a bonus action, I'm going to cast healing word I just recently learned that it was a bonus actionable spell mm -hmm. so I'm going to cast that and it's going to heal of course it did take damage right I'm not crazy yes okay, okay. Mm -hmm. and it's going to do six healing appreciate it thank you I appreciate it Okay. I'm going to run up to here and cast Firebolt on that one. Okay. That is an 18 to hit. That hits. Five damage. Awesome. He's looking pretty rough. I mean, you know, he's got little patches of, of straw that are just, like, holes through him. Uh, not looking so hot. And he hadn't made it very far. But it's his turn. And he's going to head towards you, Oki. He is going to uh, make two claw attacks. Because, um, a 16 and a 13. Do either of those hit? They both do. <clears throat> um, okay. How many do you have? 12. I mean, what kind, though? I don't know. Is it leather? Fighter? Yeah, I think they start with leather. Is it equipped? Do you have it marked? Uh, 
It says my armor is leather. 11 plus 1. Okay. Is that... Is it... I mean, that would be right, yeah. Hey, sorry, I just was... That right is... 13 points of slashing damage. And you need to t make a wisdom saving throw. Three. Okay. So, similar to kind of what happened to Tonk, but a little less intense. Um, these eyes are glowing, and as he's slashing at you with these claws, um, you feel the sphere well up inside of you. And um, you are frightened until the end of the Scarecrow's next turn, which just means you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while he's within your line of sight. And you can't move any closer, but you're already in melee range. So, basically, disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls until the end of his next turn. And you said 16 damage. Uh, 13. 13. Slashing damage. Alright, Corvus. I want to blast the guy in front of me with Toll the Dead. Toll the Dead. He needs to make he a... He needs to make a wisdom saving wisdom throw. Wisdom saving throw. Uh, what is... 15? Uh... It doesn't say what the save needs to be. Uh, your save should be... Listed next to your spell. It should say DC. Oh, 14. Sorry. 14. Oh, man. So he just saves. Okay. So he is intently. You're having a stare down here. And this. As Corvus speaks his words, this bell tolls out around you all. And Scarecrow just shakes it off. Uh, seemingly unaffected. Anything Was else you want to do? Was it okay that it just took all that damage? Yeah. Yes. I want to do uh, healing light. So, what is this technically? Okay. It's just a feature, I guess? I think it's a feat. Uh, it's just a, a class. Yeah, just a class ability. I'm going to do uh, two of them. So, 2 Uh, seven points of healing. Uh, it ha so you can do as a bonus action. You can heal one creature you see, spinning dice from the fold. Yeah. Cool. That's seven seven points. Awesome. So yeah, Oki, you you see Corvus turn towards you and. He looks at you, and this sort of, like, angelic light forms around you, and, and you see some of your wounds begin to just lessen up a little bit. Those slashes begin to heal, and things are looking a little better. Ellie. Yes. Finally. It is your turn. What would you like to do? 
I'm gonna move. And I, so Ellie's been commuting a lot with animals, turning into wild shapes and stuff, so she's gotten familiar with them. So she's going to channel her inner beast and cast Primal Savagery on herself. And that is going to sharpen her teeth and fingernails. And she's going to make an attack against him. An eight plus five. This Thirteen. Yep, that, that'll hit. Okay, and then um, it'll be one d ten damage. It's gonna be a six. So she's, she's gonna pounce on him, and then whenever she's finished, she's just gonna like brush herself off and go back to normal. Yeah, anybody who sees this, it's pretty pretty scary. Ellie turns into like a like. A, ra a ravishing, rabid animal. She's her in her own form. Just <sighs> attacks this guy uh, full on. And then just kind of stands up and adjusts her flower crown and brushes herself off. He's going to be like, I can swipe at you too. <laughs> Swiper, no swipe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and Ellie, the scarecrow. Uh, dies. Hell yeah. Add it to your continues. hit list. <laughs> and Oki, your frightened uh, stay, state in. I'll is just reach dead. a fist out to like try and fist bump Oki. <laughs> yeah, reach back. Alright. Tonk. So the one left over. <clears throat> Uh, this one right here. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll just traverse to get behind it and just whack it. Okay, make your roll with advantage. Who advantage you say? Advantage she say. She say that would be a twenty-two. I'm really glad you said advantage because one of my dice rolled seventeen and the other rolled one, so. <laughs> That's the benefit of it being flanked. <laughs> that is the benefit. Yeah. Okay, so roll the hits good, and then I'll do a 1d8 for hit. That is 5 plus. What is it with the long sword? 3. So, 8. Okay. That. You fling full on, and as you as you swipe at him, you know it's like these things don't bleed; they're made of straw, um, so it's hard to tell how much this damage is doing. You you feel like you know if you were like swiping at a regular creature, you would know, but this, it makes it more difficult to tell like when they're not flesh. Straw, yeah. Margo. Okay. So I'm just going to step over to where I can get a clearer shot. And um, I'm going to do my first level um, Witch Bolt. Okay. And I that was... I do too. I love it. Yeah, I'm just going to like pull up my sleeve a little bit and let loose. And that was a 16 to hit and then a 6 damage. Margo, having missed the first time trying this... Just kind of, yeah, like you said, rolls up her sleeves and she 
This time isn't gonna. Who? Oh, Oki missed with his witch yeah, bolt. Yeah, I've, I've cast it several times and it has never hit. Cannot me. hit. <laughs> cannot hit with that witch bolt. Marco, having seen Oki try to cast this witch bolt, is like, okay, that was a great idea. I've got this, and nails this guy with uh, a, a bolt of lightning. Um, was your is your lightning like emerald green or like blue? Is it? imagine it being like a blue this like blue lightning energy now it's raining here mm, this just... and the scarecrow just fries just kind of disintegrates in like burnt straw Rats. falls to the ground and you guys have defeated what you assume are all of these scarecrows that may oh have God. been causing trouble what we assume <laughs> awesome um this is a good place to end for the night. Um, I'll say, just uh, for the sake of time and wrapping up this, um, you guys can head back to the farm. And um, even though it's late, like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., the stout fellows are waiting up, anxious to, to hear about your return. And they're happily willing to give you uh, two barrels of their fine wine. And offer you a place to stay for the night if you would like to take it. Long, take rest. long rest. If you would uh, like to take it, you can stay there for the night. Yes. Uh, either yeah. way, I want to like heal Oki just in case we get jumped in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, they're offering you to stay in their house. Oh, sick. Okay. But yeah, I mean. I mean, I get my. That's a good thing to do. Either way, it's so. a good thing to do. I'm just making sure you understand what I'm saying. I just yeah. want. They're not going to make you sleep outside. Well, I rolled a one, so he only gets six health back. So, so we're doing a long rest? If you guys want to stay there. I can down. sleep in because yeah. I need the long rest. Yeah. Most diff. Okay. So, I yeah, they, they set up some, some rooms for you at the Stoutfella Farm, and you guys can take a long rest, and we'll pick up there next time. Before we go to sleep, can I stack up all the the dude bros and set them on fire with druid craft? Good call. Sure can. Sweet. Burn, we still baby, don't burn. know if something like. Wait, did we loot them first? They have there wasn't anything on there, them. Uh, we strong. don't know if something was controlling them, because like, it's a, a scarecrow's not a monster, right? Well, I guess it's we'll just tell the stout fellows if they come it, back to let us know. It's a construct. 